I have been getting harassed. It has been so bad. Just notification after notification every for the past little bit during the day at night I wake up in the morning to a whole bunch of new harassment notifications and it's driving me fucking insane. These fucking law schools act like they don't know. I'm already in my third damn year emailing me like, Ray, you can start at our program in the fall. Put in your application. Bitch, I'm almost done. I feel so disrespected to be just endlessly bombarded by these fucking stupid, bogus ass, dumbass law school. Some some fucking Brindlewald. That's not even a real school. You're not, that doesn't even exist. JK Rowling made that up. Suffolk, shut the fuck up, bitch. If I wanted to go to 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 that sounds like an England school. It's got to be. It's, it's in Boston, actually. It's not the worst law school, but it's like... New England, just yeah, as bad. Just as bad. It's like if someone's like, yeah, I went to Suffolk. You're like, oh, that's nice for you. Your next question is, oh, what do you do? <laughs> but yeah, I just... it's It's been going on since my senior year of undergrad. And I just can't get it. To, I, there's nothing I can do to get it to step. I like unsubscribe from the emails but there's just so many they just never isn't they're making new law schools just to email me just for you they're like you know what we only need one student <laughs> and it's ray vana she'll, she'll bring our whole program to finally get accredited if we, if we get her to come no i mean it's it's just I still get emails from undergrad universities. Now I have done finished college. <laughs> that I I don't get. I do get emails from colleges sometimes, and sometimes they're kind of intriguing. They're like, "Do a one year masters at our school," and I'm like, "Tell me more." My brother did a one year masters program. He has a, he's an MBA now. He did a one year masters program to get an MBA. And he said it was the dumbest bullshit, the easiest shit he's ever oh, done. Oh, business his life. degrees are so easy. Yeah. So when I was an undergrad, I was doing a specialization for data science. And for the uninitiated, data science is basically. So I started out as computer science. So the triumvirate, as most people understand it, is computer science, statistics, slash math, and business, basically. So, um, I had to take some business classes from like the business school um, for my um, specialization. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that was the most fun part of my degree, because it's like a fake school, like it's, it's just nothing. It is so, it was so easy. It was like common sense. There was like a couple of concepts every so often that you're like, huh, I see they have a name for this, but otherwise it's like, just school on easy mode when i was in my last business class of my degree i i sat there and i was like maybe i made a mistake (laughs) maybe i should have gone and maybe i should have been a business student i could have had fun in college yeah i could have been one of those people who is like drunk for the whole degree and then like yeah you know, like just communications degree, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just partying all the time, having lots of sex, never doing homework. And then like every other Sunday night, I'm like, oh, I have something due. It's you crazy know? to me that you had homework. I didn't. 
like history student. I mean, when I was taking my, when I was uh, at community college, yeah, I had homework sometimes, but you know, when it came to like my undergrad degree, once I transferred, no, it's one paper and it's at the end of the semester. If you don't read, you look down at your desk though. You, if you don't read in history, cause it's all Socratic, every class is a Socratic uh, discussion. You wait until someone says something that is not contingent on having read the material. <laughs> someone, someone brought up Terry Cruz's opinion on on gay couples raising children, and I, I was like, "It's my fucking time." My let me put my hand right up in the air, Professor. I have an opinion because <laughs> this was sure as hell not assigned reading. I can comment on this shit. <laughs> I, um, no, because I had, do you know how many calculuses there are? How many calc classes I don't even one can take? Math. Because I took them all. Uh-huh. Every single calc class that exists, I took that. That's disgusting. Um, and then to top it, like, I took math for, like, I, I, um, it took me four and a half years to do my degree, including summer semesters. That's just because I was slow. But, um... It, I took math my entire the entire time. Yeah. I think my very last semester was the only time I was technically not taking a math class because I only had like three classes left to finish the degree. And they were all well, two out of three of them were shitty. And then one was like a one was like a data science capstone project or whatever, where we were we were actually uh we did a project on um gerrymandering and how to make an algorithm that can tell whether yeah. a map is gerrymandered. Something you'd be interested in. Uh but um yeah, no, it was just like all math. Obviously, that has homework. Uh, so I had to do se- like natural science classes as well, which had like I did physics one and two labs. And I never turned that shit in. Mm-hmm. I was constantly late with labs. The trick is if your TA likes you, you can submit a lab as late as you want. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I was con- I let their expectations get lowered on the offset so that they never expected that much from me. So it was okay. But you're, you're right though about business. I should have been a business student. I would have coasted. You're, I would have had yeah. such a good time. You're right. So U of I has one of the big is one of like the highest ranked business schools in the country. The Geese School of Business. Fuck those bitches their buildings were so damn nice we had mm. ceiling tiles falling down in the history people, building people invest into business schools yeah i mean so much so that it's named after the guy who dropped like uh millions of dollars on the school but anyway um my friends were accounting majors which is hard it's a business major but it's a hard one because it's math right yeah. but like they had to take like basic and you have to take very specific exams once e- you graduate too. Yeah. But they had to they had to take regular business courses too. And I remember hanging out with them and they were like, ugh, we have a paper due. And I was like, oh, that sucks. How long does it have to be? Two pages. My jaw dropped to the floor. I said, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you say you have a paper due and then complain? You've I got have- a couple sentences due, bitch. You know how every single history course of the last paper is like, give me 25 just give me a a clean 25 pages like i don't have enough words for 20 but every (laughs) every semester but sometimes i did slip pictures in my capstone paper was about lesbian separatists in the black panther party and i filled up two whole pages with pictures and she gave me an a plus 
when I had to do a paper, because I had one, we had one like computer science communications course that mm-hmm. I had to take. It's called Computers and Society. It was actually kind of fun. It was kind of a, it's kind of a jack off course, but like it was mentally stimulating. It almost made me want to go to law school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made us our papers. We had to do them like two column, like articles oh, okay like science like a, some sort of published science article mm-hmm. i was like come on man <laughs> come on man but it was a, you know i don't i don't regret it it was a fun class i was always good at writing papers in school and then i decided to be a computer science major for some reason <laughs> so so i've been thinking mm-hmm. you know what there's not enough of in this world what euphemisms for jacking off when you have a vagina because huh. I can think of a thousand for men, and they're all so funny. Clean, polishing the family jewels. Ooh. Uh, choking the chicken. Ooh, I hate that one. <laughs> uh, I like. I heard some funny ones the other day, but it, like, obviously, jacking off is the main one. Um, rubbing rubbing one, out. one out. Although I think rubbing one out, there's an argument for that being unisex the, because like women technically also do that you the know only euphemism i can think for female masturbation is playing disc jockey yes playing disc jockey um i mean like yeah the best i can do is like some of the ones that you know are referring to a dick that are sort of general but yeah, I'm just, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I'm like, there's not enough euphemisms for female masturbation. There just aren't. That's true. And yet we've come up with a hundred ways to say male masturbation. I'm going to look this up and create a tier list. Joe Brandon needs to do something about female <laughs> masturbation euphemisms. We got to get those numbers up, Brandon. <laughs> we got to get somebody on this. I need your best people thinking up euphemism don't say that he's gonna put Rahm Emanuel in that <laughs> they just keep trying to force Rahm Emanuel on us and it's like no one from Chicago likes him nary a person in this city is a big Rahm Emanuel fan what kind of what kind of illness must you have in your deep soul to enjoy Rahm Emanuel but like but they just brandon is relentless <laughs> just fucking relentless brandon won't stop i'm like brandon please please brandon, no. we are literally fucking begging you to stop sir he literally covered up a murder okay a police murder nobody wants stop trying to make rama manual happen <laughs> rama manual is over party <laughs> rama manual is hashtag canceled <laughs> ratio rahm emanuel <laughs> l plus ratio radio unfortunately mm-hmm. rahm emanuel okay well welcome back to taking the l i actually had a really heinous l yesterday can oh. i tell you about it yeah go ahead so i as you know because you just helped me moved it into place bought a really cute bookshelf for my entryway um for our, our entryway, entryway. Listeners, this is the last podcast before uh, I will live in this house, basically. Basically. Well, because technically next Sunday is the last day of my lease and your current roommate is moving out on Monday. Yeah. But I'll be here on Sunday. So. But yeah. 
Um, so I got, but I bought it and it was black and because I'm racist, I needed it to be white. No, I needed it to match my other living room furniture. If it was black, it would, it, it, it would not be on theme. She's gotten really lost in the sauce when it comes to aesthetic preser- like preparation. It's to the point where I believe she, many people, this doesn't apply, but I believe Ray would really succeed as a housewife. <laughs> like uh, she's dedicated in a way that I don't think you see every day. You know, like a lot of people, I think they like the idea of not having to do their current job, but really they want something to do. You know, they don't want to be a homemaker because it's like it, they would get bored. Mm-hmm. Not Ray. She would like, she would enjoy waking up doing a little Pilates class, doing a little spin cycle, and then coming home and just working on little home projects just the whole day. My little Dollar Tree crafts. (laughs) Well, I think you could, at that point, you could probably... uh, Upgrade to home goods crafts. Upgrade to home good crafts. Potentially, you could be a Hobby Lobby bitch. Ooh, I could I could aspire to be a Hobby Lobby bitch. I'm just saying in your future, one day you will have made it when you realize you can shop at Hobby Lobby recreationally. <sighs> Bro, when I was young, my mom used to take me to Hobby Lobby as like a treat. I love that shit. Tell Same. me tell me why. Did you go and look at the dollhouses? I don't know what I was looking at, to be honest. I have no idea. The rocks. (laughs) The marbles and shit. I have no idea what I went to Hobby Lobby for. Maybe like wood that you can paint. Yes. I don't know. I loved. That was so like on Sundays, you know, you get in the car, your family's taking you damn shopping and you go to all. And I'll get back to my L in a second because it does tie back into this. You go to all the stores you don't want to go yeah. to. You go They're to like damn boring stores. Lowe's. Nothing for you. You go to Lowe's. You you sit at Kohl's while your mom is trying clothes on. It's got <laughs> nothing to do with you. She doesn't let you go into the rest of the mall. You don't get to ride on those little animal things. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're going to sit there while she's trying on blouses. And blouses and khakis. Blouses and khakis. And that is... That is literally the only clothes my mom owns, <laughs> blouses and khakis. But um, but but then if you're lucky, if you've been good, you get she, to go you, because she has to go to Target and it's right next to Hobby Lobby. She's gonna let you go in there and pick out one thing as long as it's less than ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, but honestly, the best part of a Hobby Lobby trip was roaming the aisles. Yep, just there's look, so much shit. There's so much shit in there. It's like. I don't I don't actively know what I want mm-hmm. when I walk into a Hobby Lobby, but I know that I will walk out satisfied because they have so much cute little stuff. Anyway, yeah, I, I am. Oh. I know they have terrible politics, but I'm still a Hobby Lobby fan. I have I to mean, say we are gay. We can like Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Everyone who works at Hobby Lobby is gay. <laughs> but they have like a very strong Christian regime. They're like yeah. Hobby Lobby is like the Chick-fil-A of craft stores. <laughs> But um, no, and I I didn't go to the Chick-fil-A of uh, or I wasn't trying to go to the Chick-fil-A of hardwood stores yesterday, which would be Home Depot. No, I went to Lowe's, which I feel like maybe is less offensive. And I only think that because my grandpa worked there when I was little. Although Home Depot lesbians love Home Depot. Yeah, but the person who owns it donates a lot of money to Republicans. I see. But um, anyway, so 
I had picked up this cute little bookshelf. Again, it was black. I needed to paint it white. So I needed to go to Lowe's to get the paint I needed and to get a clear coat to go over top some other stuff I had already painted. So I, uh, I had to report, record my other podcast red flag, um, last night at nine 30. It's like seven ten. I'm like, that is so much time to get the bus goes straight there. I'll hop on the bus and I'll take my ass to Lowe's. I'll get this paint and I'll come back. So I took L after L after L after L. First, when you say L, do you mean the train or do you mean loss? I mean loss. This is loss. I got to the, so I knew what time I had to leave. Okay. I am getting ready to go out the door. I'm like, okay, I kind of have to pee. Let me do that first. Then I'll go. Cause I don't want to have to pee at Lowe's. I don't know what their bathroom situation is like. So I go to the bathroom. It's the exact time I need to leave. Okay, cool. Let's get on this bus. I'm walking. I'm about 50 feet from the bus stop and the bitch drives right past me right past me. I watch it go away. And I, I know there's not a bus coming for a while. So I start running like an idiot in my <laughs> damn flip-flops because it has to stop at that light on the corner. And it's a long light, but it's two, it's like a block and a half away and they're long city blocks. So I'm running in my flip-flops with my bag, looking like a disaster. The <laughs> light changes, bus is gone. Okay. No. So now I ran for nothing. Let me stand at this corner checked because there's another bus stop over there let me see what time the next bus is coming it's tracking so you check the app there's two types of buses on the app one type of bus is one that's being tracked you can check its location the other type of bus isn't coming and it's not not coming it It doesn't exist but um so it was tracking and it said five minutes and i'm like damn that's fast okay so i'll just wait here and i'm standing there at the light Cars have to pull up and stop right pretty close to me. This minivan pulls up, two guys in it. Seem like they just got off work. Doesn't matter. They're staring at me aggressively. So I'm like trying to, like, I pretend I'm on my phone. I'm talking to nobody. I'm like trying to like squirm around so that get them to stop looking at me. I turn around. They're still staring. And I just say, what are you looking at? And he says, you bitch. Excuse my jaw dropped. And he said, you look sexy. And I was like, what? And then the light changed. And he said, <laughs> he, ma- he made kissy at me. Are you I, a cat? I lost. How do I? And I, and I'm usually aggressive because my, when I say, what are you looking at? They say, Nothing. The, I, you, it's a visual joke. You can't see it on the listening to this podcast. I look down. They look down. They avoid my eyes. Not this guy. Nope. He was. He said, "You think you're a top dog? Not me. I'm a topper dog here." <laughs> <laughs> and I that just fucked me up because now I've now I feel small. <laughs> now I feel I got sexually he, harassed. He put you in your place. He was like, "Uh, stay back, bottom." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm looking at you and you can't get away from here. You're waiting for the damn bus. But so at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk back to this other bus stop. I don't want to be standing right on this busy corner. Um, so I walk back to the other bus stop and there's a, there's a they, them there at the, at the stop. And we're waiting together. The bus is supposed to come. It said five minutes tracking. 
And then it said delayed 18 minutes. And I'm like, you know what? I, it's still faster than walking. So I'll wait. Um, I waited the 18 minutes. I check again, delayed two minutes. Okay. Just two more minutes. It's fine. And then the, they, them disappears. That's not a good sign. If you're ever waiting at the bus stop with someone mm. else and they go, ugh, and walk away, yeah. the bus is not coming. They just found out something unfortunate. Yeah. I checked the app, bus disappeared. It flew up into the air like that car in Harry Potter. It's gone. Doesn't Probably never existed. I made it up. <laughs> you hallucinated that there was going to be a bus in 18 minutes uh, to help you cope? Yeah. Now there's no way. I have to walk. It's a 20 minute walk. It's unpleasant. I don't have walking shoes on. And now I'm at a time crunch because it's already 830 or whatever. Okay. So I, I'm walking there. I'm, I don't want to be looked at. I don't want to be perceived. So I'm kind of taking side streets and then I'm going to cut through to the main road and cross the main road to get to Lowe's. Tell me why there was a goddamn street fair along the oh i know exactly what you're talking about because i've run into it many times there, now there were so many damn it's still people. going on there were so we need a another plague monkeypox and covid <laughs> has not taken care of it we need a third one so there's less people on the damn sidewalk because i i had to walk 15 minutes out of my fucking way to get around the stupid street fair the whole time pretending to be on the phone telling everyone i want them to kill themselves i am mad at this point, I am upset, but I get to Lowe's livid. Um, <laughs> I find my paint. I took a screenshot of the aisles it was in, so I didn't have to do a whole mission. Buy it quick, and then I'm going to run up to the street ab above the Lowe's to catch the bus. Bus doesn't exist. I literally made it up. Figment of my imagination. <laughs> there is no bus. So now I have to walk the 15 minutes home, dressed like a schlub. <laughs> Everyone else is Saturday night. They're dressed up real nice. And I'm on it. I got to get back for the podcast. I thought this was going to be a leisurely trip. I'm going to sit my ass on the bus. I'm going to walk two minutes from the bus stop to Lowe's. Walk two minutes from Lowe's to the bus stop. AC almost the whole time. I'm sweating bugs around me. <laughs> Everyone's walking slow as shit. Some <laughs> kids are up on a roof and they're screaming. And I just snapped. And I said, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Because they're yelling at me. They're like, look, we're up here. We're shut the fuck up. <laughs> you said, fuck them kids. I literally did say, fuck them kids. And they shut the fuck up. They, got, they not only shut the fuck up, they dropped down low so I couldn't see them anymore. Good. I'm glad you don't know what I've been through today, child. She Shut had the fuck venom up. in her voice. I was angry. You, I was a, I was a, you know, I was in a bad way. I was in a bad <laughs> way last. But I got home. Everything was fine. I, and I was muttering to myself, pretending to be on the phone the whole time, pretending to be on the phone. Wouldn't it be nice to be restful? I just want to get my. I just want to get my ass home and put these damn feet up and be restful. I need to rest. <laughs> I yelled I, as I walked past. I just want to rest. I really finally scooted around this annoying ass couple on the sidewalk muttering. Everyone walks so goddamn fucking slow in this fucking city. I have places I need to be. Don't you know I need to rest? 
like walking slow as shit. You got nowhere. To, you are, you are on your own time, okay? But I'm on restful bitch time. I need to get home. I need to lie down. <laughs> she is. She's got. She's got the uh, the disposition of like a busy single mom in the body of a law student. <laughs> I was just, especially after like the guys were like being creepy to me in the car. It was just like, I'm having a bad day <laughs> and I'm going to make it everyone else's problem. The that end- was Saturday, right? This was yesterday. Yeah. I can't believe we had a very similar bad day on the same day. It sucked mad dick. <laughs> so I'm similar in that it, I'm unlucky. Okay. But I conveniently, I'm kind of, I'm almost an optimist if you compare it with my bad luck. Like the, the, the fact that I'm not constantly cognizant of the fact that I'm unlucky, you basically default by default an optimist at that point. Cause I am like terminally unlucky. Yeah. Uh, but I don't plan to be unlucky. So on Saturday I'm thinking, all right, I get off work at 3 PM and I only have in my mind, I only had two visits to do for cat sitting. I actually had three. I was wrong. I I should have checked it, Mm. you know, but I'm thinking, oh, I only have two places to go. And then I'll go ahead and do, you know, uh, I was offered a shift for like another cat sitting gig, basically. And so I was like, okay, yeah, I should be able to get all of this done. And I'll probably get home by like maybe 830. Except that anytime I do the shifted cat sitting, Everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong. And I don't know why I didn't factor that in because it happens every time. So on Saturday, I leave my house halfway to my first location. I realize I forgot. I actually have a third location to go to a third location. I have keys for Mm -hmm. that. I forgot in my house. So at some point I'm going to need to go back home, even though it's now 4 PM. I've spent an hour trying to get to my first location Mm -hmm. because I had to take two very unreliable buses that are never there. I know which buses you're talking about too. Armitage and Damon. Armitage and Damon. Yep. North bus on on weekends also doesn't exist doesn't exist no there's there's a lot of there's a lot of buses in our general vicinity that are like nope nope you're not gonna the fucking the navy pier bus nope 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 chicago bus i guess is yeah nope um yeah there's there's just a lot of uh grand as well nope grand bus sucks nuts almost all the time though (laughs) like it's unpleasant to be on the grand bus when it is coming. Yeah. But like. And I I try my best not to look like a schlub when I'm running errands. You would think if you're running errands, it doesn't matter what you look like. It does. Because if I look sexy, <laughs> then buses will stop for me if I'm close to the stop and I look like I'm trying to take it. The drivers will like stop to ogle me and in turn slow the bus down so I have time to catch it. <laughs> it has happened to me many times where like the only reason I didn't miss the bus was because the driver was too busy watching my tits jiggle to <laughs> drive jog into yeah. the bus stop. And, like too busy watching my body dynamics to uh blow past me uh but the so i go to my first two locations and i am like already kind of late um it's like 6 30 i just missed the train uh to go downtown 
and I get downtown and I pick up my keys and everything. And then I realize my manager has updated the route to go from two stops to three stops. So now I have even more to do. Yeah. And my last location, I get there at like 9 p.m. And I go ahead and it's it's really quick. I do I do what I have to do. And I post my little report and he's got a problem with it. So I have to go back into the building, back up to the apartment and fix it. I come back down, come out. He's got another problem with it. I go back in here. The doorman thinks I'm crazy because I have now entered and exited this building three times. And every time I go outside, I'm like ready to leave. And nope. He's like, oh, can you go back and fix it? And I'm like, it's not this important. It's not like I forgot to feed the cat. It was like I forgot to give it a squeeze treat on a separate plate from its dry food. I was like... I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> it is now 9.35 and I'm leaving this place. Disgusting. I, I thought I was going to be home by 7.30. And I still have to go back home to get the keys to go to my last location. I was like, I'm miserable. Uh, I'm just deeply unlucky, especially when it comes to transit. Especially when it comes to going places that take any sort of coordination. And every time this happens to me, I'm like, I should have taken my Adderall, <laughs> but I'm always like, nah, I can do it. I th- I don't have a big agenda today. It's fine. It's fine. I can raw dog life. <laughs> nope. Nope. Consistently a mistake. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I, I forgot to, I forgot to consider the fact that, uh, I'm an unlucky bitch <laughs> and I always have been. And apparently it's not going away. So honestly, we should just go join ISIS. <laughs> like at this point, you know, I think our luck has been so bad here. And, you know, I've been getting all those emails from those damn colleges, but ISIS has been sending me some recruitment letters, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, considering the options. For the sake of our individual FBI agents, this is satire. No, I'm 100% serious. Okay. I am going to... Uh, sorry, it's ISIL now. We rebranded. <laughs> She's already in the in-group. We. Mm-hmm. I have no... I will not join. <laughs> you know, I'm not big on clubs. <laughs> Person whose problem with ISIS is that it's too clicky. <laughs> it's too clicky. I'm just, you know, I'm not too much of a club person. Uh, <laughs> and I already did the sorority thing in college. So, I mean, I really don't think I need. I already had that experience. But, you know, if you want to go join the ISIL, go ahead. <laughs> What, how different is it from a fraternity, to be honest? No, I mean, yeah. Ex- I mean, people die in fraternity recruitment, and I'm hoping I make it through the ISIS recruitment, but... <laughs> Do they take white people? Why not? It can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a behind-enemy-lines agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Anyway, I'm not actually going to join ISIS. I've already signed an exclusive contract with Al-Qaeda, so... <laughs> But <laughs> um, let's We've got some content for you. We do have some content. I want to. Okay. So I, before we get into the, because um, we've got some Am I the Assholes, which are always fun. But before we get into that, I have a, something that may potentially be kind of a hot take. Okay. Uh, if only because it has happened to me. Um, so this was a Twitter post that I saw. Um, and it's 
basically this guy he said i told my girl not to cut her hair but she did and she looks so fucking good this is why men need to stay out of women's business <laughs> and the replies are mostly you know people saying like oh you know this isn't that important like people shouldn't have opinions on this stuff and so here's the thing because i you know as a gay this isn't this isn't so much of a thing with like men because i find men settle into like one aesthetic and then they they only cut their hair to like maintain that aesthetic like you know they get the same haircut you know every so often and you kind of know what you're gonna get with it um i think i only once had a male partner that that got like a risky haircut and i remember he texted me and he was like you're not gonna like it (laughs) and i was so nervous i think i think this particular ex maybe listens to the podcast actually he was like you're not gonna like it and i was like oh and then i saw it and it was so good it was like such a good haircut i was like no this really suits you you look way better (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to say this before but i thought you looked crusty and gross (laughs) now you look fine he looked fine but it was like i don't know it was just that he prefaced the fact that he got the haircut with i don't think you're gonna like it they always do they and i'm like and i'm like now you have me sweating because you're like i look ugly now what are you saying Mm -hmm. like (laughs) um but so i've dated a lot of women and afab people who are generally more likely to when they say they're gonna do something different with their hair you might need to be concerned because yeah. they might mean they're going to dye it fire truck red or they're going to shave part of it and they're, they're gonna always sh- going to be yeah. white women shaving part of their head right. and it's never good or it might be a white yeah uh, a lot of a lot of the uh women or afab people i've dated in the past yeah white um and you know as a as a black person I don't take those liberties with my hair. It's damaged enough from the general maintenance of, you know, living in society and needing to appear to have straight hair. I've known you since I was extremely little. Your hair has changed within like three inches of length Mm -hmm. and then one shade of color the whole time I've known you. Yeah. I dyed it black for a few months in college. It looked good. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was good. It was like, but it was like, um, it wasn't like a dye because, again, there's already too many chemicals in my hair, mm-hmm. so it was more like what they call a wash, where yeah. it's just sort of like a stain almost. Um, you know, like it was semi permanent, right? Semi permanent stain. It was just slightly darker than it is now, but uh, you know, I, I, that that was a good era for me. Um, that was when I was maybe like. 21 i don't know it it was a good hair era for me but um you know i don't do a lot of changing my hair because again you you can't really um i if i were if i were like natural you know you have a little bit more liberties with like dyeing your hair but i'm not and i uh you know i don't do like braid-ins or anything like that so I don't do a lot of things with my hair, but I have dated many a white woman that, uh, you know, when, when they say, oh, I'm going to do something different with my hair, I start sweating. I'm like, okay. All right. Um, because I'm really opinionated actually. Uh, and I understand the like social, uh, you know, the social convention of, 
okay, you don't get to have an opinion on like your partner's like hair. Mm -hmm. Like ultimately, ultimately, like it's like ultimately it's not that important to like, like it's like, okay, well, if your attraction to this person hinges on them having a good haircut, then you probably don't like them that much. I would say caveat, that's the case if you've been together for a while and you like them as a person. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like... Okay, but if your significant other is like, I want to change my appearance in a way that isn't going to suit me. It's like, okay, well, my stance is this. If you're going to do something with your hair or your body that is an aesthetic change that you want to do, okay, if you don't want my opinion, do not ask for it. Yeah. Because that, that was always my thing with these women was like, um look i'm not going if i'm if i feel like it's not going to be a good change for you i'm not going to offer my opinion i'm not going to be a negative nancy i'm not going to hate on your parade because it's probably going to be fine and if not it's temporary hair grows whatever but at the same time if you don't want to hear me profess my negative opinion do not ask for it because if you say oh what do you think about this you know because a lot of times people who are in a relationship they want their partner to feel attracted to them so they will ask like okay i'm gonna do something that is going to potentially seriously change my appearance what do you think and like look if you're gonna ask somebody for their opinion you have to be prepared for it to be negative right so like i'm not upset with this person who's like you know because a lot of the tweets were like the replies were like obviously like i said the original tweet was like i told my girl not to cut her hair and uh it looked better so this is why men need to stay out of women's business and like sometimes that happens where it's like you think conceptually that something's not going to work for someone's face or for Mm -hmm. their like aesthetic and it ends up working but i'm i think like if you're some like if you're somebody's partner yeah like you can if they ask for your opinion you can say I don't think I'm going to like that on you, to be honest. Yeah. Like, um, somebody, yeah, somebody even replied, I don't get the idea of not even having the tiniest say in decisions like that. Like, realistically, you both got to be attracted to one another um, and you wouldn't want to do something to mess with it. And they got ratioed by somebody saying, if something as small as a haircut changes your feelings, you really even like them. And it's like, it's just, it, it's just, just an aesthetic change, like anything else. It's like, um, yeah, okay, maybe you're not going to break up with them over it. But but yeah, like honestly, if they it's okay to ask have, you, you yeah. can have an opinion, and it's okay to like, you know, to say I don't think that's gonna work for you, and then you could be proven wrong, and she still gets to do whatever the fuck she wants to do, or he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants to do, or they get right, to do exactly. whatever the fuck they want to do. Exactly. That's my thing. Is like, I understand that you can do whatever you want, and I support your decision to do whatever you want. But don't ask me for my opinion if me saying I think I'm gonna hate it is going to hurt your feelings then don't ask. Don't ask me what I think about it. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know what you should ask? The question you should ask is, am I the asshole? (laughs) Because we got some of those for you. Starting with this one. 
am I, and I do love doing our, am I the asshole segments? They are fun. <laughs> these are, I'm sorry if you guys don't like it, but we have a lot of fun with these. We love them. <laughs> so if you're a patron, you can comment on the episode. Let us know if you agree with our assessments on whether or not these people are the assholes. Share your opinion. I think you could even leave comments on episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So feel yeah, free to do that there um, too. We got one rating on Spotify. So if you're on Spotify, Give rate us, our podcast five stars. Yeah, even don't if rate you us think, anything less Even if you that. think it's a four-star podcast, rate us five stars. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Am I the asshole for making our guests participate in our puppet-themed wedding? I don't have to read a word. Yes, you are. My fiance, 26. What kind of puppets? That's my question. <laughs> my fiance, 26 F and I, 27 M. Um, she's a woman. He's a man. Met at college. We were in our school's performing arts program and met in a puppetry class. In the class, we designed our own puppets. Mine named Hat Boy and my fiance's Daisy. She's better with names. Hat Boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> were what we initially used to talk to each other and flirt in class. We fell in love, and in a way, we've considered Hat Boy and Daisy in love as well. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm already throwing up in my mouth. Like, Not only are fuck? you the asshole, you should be executed. <laughs> Not only are you the asshole, you're so cringe. I don't think you should get married. Honestly, I'm going to use the skills I'm honing in my ISIS, my ISIS undergrad classes <laughs> on these people specifically. The West should fall if this is what it is. Okay. Years after graduating, we still use our hat boy and Daisy both at home and at our... Ugh! Crime. No, you don't. Crime. <laughs> local puppet theater. Oh, my God. <laughs> While planning our wedding, we realized we wanted hat boy and Daisy to be a part of the ceremony. You should not get married. I'm sorry. I... I make no... Like I don't, I don't front like I'm not a hater. Okay, I've told you guys many times, I'm a hater. That is that is the the core of what I like. I like other people who are haters. I don't like complainers necessarily, but I do like haters. Right. So when I'm cringing at this, and I don't, I'm like y'all shouldn't get married because the levels of cringe are too high. Yes, I am a hater. That's it. That's the extent of it. I'm a hater and uh, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wake up every day with the intent on hating and I'm glad that I found someone deserving of my ire. And it's these <laughs> disgusting fucking pieces of shit. That's why we're such good friends. It's because uh, we have bad dispositions. <laughs> we have bad dispositions. I recognize the hater energy in her and I love that. <laughs> okay. Let's keep, let's keep hating. Um, They've been a part of us since the beginning and it just felt right. We also invited our entire troop of puppeteers. Now, don't tell me you got a whole ass troop of puppeteers at your damn wedding. I will not be going. I was Sorry. not invited, but I, actually I am going to go to your wedding. I'm going to go to your wedding. I'm going to go to your wedding in a big way. Okay. You know, you're all going to know when I get there. So Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Okay. We just got to power through this nonsense. Um, also, unambiguously white couple right oh for sure <laughs> for sure they're definitely both white okay uh we also invited our whole troop of puppeteers from the theater and got the idea that we should have our wedding completely officiated by puppets <sighs> and that our wedding parties would be made up 
of puppets and our closest puppeteer friends. We figure it'll make for incredible pictures. It'll make for the final straw (laughs) that breaks my brain and makes me go Joker mode. I read the title. I did. But I didn't imagine it would be this bad because I didn't read a word of this before recommending that we talk about it on the podcast. I didn't know what we were getting into. We're getting into. I'm white knuckling. I want you guys to know I'm white knuckling the whole time. I don't know. Okay, we have to power through, but this is the worst thing we've ever read. Oh, it gets worse. Continue. Oh, fuck. I just glance at the next paragraph and it's worse. Christ. Okay. Um... Here's what where we aren't sure if we are the assholes or not. We're insisting that all of our guests also participate and use puppets. In lieu of gifts, we've asked everyone to purchase high-quality puppets to use during our wedding. We took the guesswork of it and directed them to several vendors, some of who offer really cool options. Everyone could realistically expect to spend $150 to $500, depending on what sort of... Bitch, I was going to buy you a damn toaster for your wedding. <laughs> it's not a $150 toaster. What did you... What did you think... What kind of gifts did you think you were getting? $150? Am I related to you? I just... Are all your friends, like, well-to-do? I mean, they're both college-educated mid 20s white people they're pretty who, young yeah i'm i'm shocked uh, you're getting married at 26 and 27 and you're having a high quality puppeteer wedding i just gotta ask what do you guys do what's your what's 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 your job like i just want to know like m- you know man to man what do you do how do you have money for this wedding or are your family is paying for it i but also like my question is this when you say all your guests you're talking about like your grandma's gonna have to buy a puppet for you right your mom's gonna- your mom's gonna show up with a puppet on her arm like your uncle your- is gonna be here with a puppet you're gonna make your dad give you away at the end of the aisle with a damn <laughs> with a puppet. puppet he got you on one arm the puppet on the other <laughs> he's he's walking Daisy down the aisle. Oh, he's going to make the puppet give away the other puppet, isn't he? Yes. Oh, God. Undoubtedly. Oh, why would you? First of all, you should die. This is not valid. You're, you no, should not. You should kill yourself now. Your life is nothing. You serve zero purpose. You should kill yourself now and give somebody else a piece of that oxygen and an ozone layer that's covered up so that we can breathe inside this blue trapped bubble. Cause what are you here for? To worship me? Kill yourself. I mean that with a hundred percent, with a thousand percent. Okay, fucking hell, we got still more to go. We also want everyone to wear their puppets during the entire, this has to be made up, during the entire wedding and reception. All puppets where we are suggesting can be mounted on and controlled with one hand. The puppets are meant to be guests at the wedding in the same way all of our human guests are as well. I suggest mental health treatment. <laughs> That's what I think you should get. I see, Here's the thing, okay? I will not hate on themed weddings. I think themed weddings are cool. I think they're better than normal weddings. And 
I'm just saying, listeners, if any of you want to marry me, uh, Lord of the Rings themed wedding. But when I say themed wedding, I mean that your centerpiece and your decorations are uh, to a certain aesthetic. You know, I could see even a Lord of the Rings wedding where you're like, you play you know, the, the if you guys Lord of the Rings music as you walk down the aisle. Right. You the Lord of the Rings Howard Shore outdid himself mm-hmm. on the soundtrack to Lord of the Rings. You know, um you walked down the aisle to may it be. You have um, the script like a cute like different the, the fonts the, are all the Lord of the Rings yeah. font because it's a very Your unique font. Wedding rings have an inscription but it's written right. in Elvish. So. Right. Uh, you know, I, I do have a, I do have a replica of the one ring, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's too big for it. Cause I was, I got it before I knew anything about ring sizes. So yeah. it's too big to wear, but I have it on a chain. It's not like a the movie. Ring. It could fit on my thumb, I guess, theoretically, but, um, you know, it's, you know, it's got the inscription and everything, but you know, I could see something like that. Even if you're like, you know, I, I could see a wedding dress that's sort of like, you know, got lord of the rings vibes to Mm -hmm. it and like you can suggest that your guests if they feel so compelled to wear something that feels a little middle earth ish yeah but it's that's that's all you would expect out of a theme wedding these people they're like buy a hundred buy a puppet that's hundreds of dollars and also have your hand up the whole wedding to like you know introduce your puppet as a guest at that point you gotta take a damn class to learn how to control the puppet like what the fuck like what kind of puppets are we talking about here they're clearly not marionettes if they're like hand mounted but like that's bizarre okay i want you to fist a puppet the entire ceremony i don't want you to relax i'm like do you not have any old people or children coming to this wedding because this feels very unwieldy yeah okay let's keep going though let's power through well We'll just say there are a lot of people not happy. Both of our parents, my sister, my wife's Based. sister, yeah, and family members on both sides have complained that this is completely unreasonable. They're right. They're right. They're concerned about how are they going to eat and drink? How are they going to dance? You don't need hands to dance, so I don't know where this complaint came from. I'm sorry. You're white people. All we do with when we dance is move our damn hands around. We don't have moves. We just awkwardly flail our arms. Like they really thought they really thought this thing. I can see it in there. I can see it right now. They really thought this whole thing was going to be cute. And then it just was like everyone was like, uh, I'm pointing out like the million logistic problems you clearly didn't think anything of. And I'm having like you can't do this. Yeah. Okay. We also made sure that that our hors d'oeuvres and all uh finger foods uh, made sure that all our hors d'oeuvres are finger foods. There will be plenty of cocktail tables so people can put down their drinks. We even made sure that all the food for the dinner itself is portioned so that it can be eaten in bite sizes with just a fork without having to use the knife. That's insane. You are insane. You're a crazy person. You're not normal are you gonna make the puppets consummate the marriage too <laughs> i know damn well you use those puppets for some kinky ass sex stuff i know that some kink shit it's gotta be it's gotta be there's no way <laughs> not in a valid way okay like i kink is good but not if you bring puppets into it in that case i don't respect you but anyway 
We really think this would make for a special day. We only get to do it once and think that it will be an event that all of our guests will remember for a lifetime. All of your guests will regret for a lifetime. They should like expect your, some of your guests to start saying no. Yeah. We have a hard time believing that once here, they wouldn't have a blast. So Reddit, are we the assholes from what, uh, making what we think is a silly, but harmless and reasonable request for a one special day. Thanks for reading. Now I have a controversial take. I don't think they're the assholes. I don't think they're the assholes because it's their wedding. They can make any dumb, dumbass rule that they want, but they can't get mad about it when nobody comes to their stupid puppet ass wedding. You can't be mad about it. You made that decision. You decided to, to mandate as a ticket for entry, a fucking $500 puppet. Okay. So if if yeah. people don't want to do it, you can't be mad at it. Yeah. Um. Somebody said you can provide puppets. You can have your own puppets. The puppetry theme. Honestly, I'm sold. Telling people to buy any but high quality puppets. This is what people are really objecting to. Sorry, but other people don't finance your fantasy. You're the asshole. And um, the reply is like, other people don't finance your fantasy. This right here, this is as out of line to expect people to drop half a grand on a puppet they'll never use again. It's And not everyone is comfortable acting and interacting with puppets. It's a wedding, not a forced cosplay. <laughs> again, though, at the end of the day, it's their wedding. So if that's what you want, just you have to accept the fact that people aren't going to go and those people are not the assholes for go- not going to your wedding. Yeah. I, I yeah. would, I, I would firebomb your wedding if I was invited <laughs> to it, to be clear. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's I, at that point, it's fine to be like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know how you invited me to your wedding. And initially, if it was going to be a regular wedding, I would go. If it was going to be like a not, normal wedding without disgusting puppets, I would be there, but, but because you chose to make it the nightmare that you will never be able to escape, I will not be going to your <laughs> wedding. Listeners and Patreon subscribers, tell me if you would come to my wedding if it was Lord of the Rings themed. What? I'm not it's getting- It's such a cute theme though. I'm not getting married and I don't know who would marry me, but uh, if, you know, theoretically, I'm just saying- if I had a Lord of the Rings themed wedding, I think it would be a cute. I I think it's really easy to do. Yeah. Again, it's mostly greenery and fonts. Okay. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That, as far as a theme wedding, cute. People. I would even say a Lord of the Rings themed. I mean, not sorry. That's me. Uh, a Star Wars themed wedding also would be they cute. They do have cute Star Wars weddings. Yeah. I think a Star Wars wedding would be cute too. Um, there's like a lot of things like a Game of Thrones themed wedding. Cute. Um, like as whatever. long as it's not the red wedding. Disney you know what I mean? themed <laughs> wedding. Disgusting. <laughs> don't make me participate in your childish nonsense. I don't want to go to your Disney wedding. That being said, I think a modern Disney wedding. Disgusting. Now, if you did a 90s Disney theme, I, I can take that. Like if you had if you had a really tasteful like Lion King wedding, I could see that working to be honest. Or if you had a really if you had a really um if you want to go even earlier, if you did a retro Disney like a like a really high uh, a really high concept Sleeping Beauty wedding, I was thinking I think it could well, work. Well, Sleeping Beauty Sleeping Beauty is like rape. 
So let's. Well, yeah, be- I mean, it's beauty. The, the, the concept is also rape. No, I know, but the the concept the concept is is not good. But like, I'm I'm saying like the aesthetic. The aesthetic is good. Like a high concept aesthetic for it, I think it could work. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, I'm I'm like if it, any Disney movie prior to the year 2000, I think you could if you did like a like a really sort of if, if it's just based in aesthetics i think you could i think it could work i'm gonna do a disney channel original movie themed wedding. <laughs> look, at, look the at the wedding. irish i'm gonna have 13th year in that bitch i'm turning into a mermaid okay <laughs> smart house <laughs> uh disney movies that came out between the year 1998 and 2003 the best <laughs> the best films ever okay made if Disney Channel cranked out some really weird. Cranked origin- out. That's another euphemism. Mm, but true. it doesn't work for vaginas. But it doesn't work for. Va- exactly. Um, listeners, if you know any, because I know I'm forgetting a lot. I'm, I'm obviously we, we flicking we, the bean. Ooh, I forgot about that. Flicking the bean. Yeah. We record this podcast like right off the dome. <laughs> so <laughs> to be honest, we very loosely script it. It's it's mostly just off the dome. Can you imagine so, if we were just reading off a teleprompter <laughs> and these we were write the- our jokes in advance? <laughs> we actually did a stand up routine and then we're just reading it for the podcast. Uh, but uh, you know, if you if you if you know more euphemisms than I do, because I know I didn't even touch on some of the best ones. Uh, even for men, please just uh, comment on the Patreon. Uh, the po- If you are not subscribed to the Patreon, the posts become free when the podcast is released to like Spotify and other platforms and such. So, you know, you can you can just let me know on the free open posts for everyone. Like, tell me some euphemisms for masturbation, please. Some of them are really funny and I need you to help me out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, but okay. Anyway, we, themed themed weddings aside, I think some can work. This is not one of those cases. Yeah, but so that I think is the nastiest am I the asshole I've ever read. And I might be coming around to the idea that they are the asshole. Honestly, I'm still not. Like, well, the, it's it's the financial burden. It you is know the, what I mean? that really because if it was just like it's just such an assumption, right? Because like if you if it's a if it's a costume thing, it's like, okay, well, you can show up dressed to the theme or you can show up dressed as for a normal wedding right and for like for example sorry to harp on this but if for example if you wanted to get into a lord of the rings themed wedding yeah and you wanted to get like because obviously dress uh, dresses for guests can range in color right but the bridesmaids you can all have them wearing middle earth Style. Right, like you could you could get like an Arwen cut gown. I was you know? thinking that. that been, I was thinking that. Like that would look so good. And if I had a wedding, you would look great in like one of those like you know the like you you've got the like it it's cut like low around the like mm-hmm. straight across the chest, and you've got the like sleeves that drape down. Yes. Ugh. Anyway, I can see the bright. I can picture us walking down the aisle with the flowers in our hands, the sleeves. Yes. Draping. Cute right. And they're not, they're, they're not that far off from regular gowns, but like they're more interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can wear that or you can wear something you you wear to every wedding. It yeah. doesn't matter. But you know, like, you're right. No, I think I changed my vote. I think they are the assholes specifically because they are requiring payment. Right. Like I have gone to weddings and not given a gift. 
And I did. I don't know that I've ever gotten a wedding gift, to be honest. I think I, you know. Maybe I did once or twice. I'll usually like, put in like a check for like 20, 50 bucks, whatever, you know. But I'm not bringing a gift. And I sure as fuck I'm not giving you 150 to $500, you insane motherfucker. Well, the thing is, if everyone spends money to go to a wedding. Like yeah. going, as a society, we understand that going to a wedding is not free necessarily but it is more money for the people it's obviously more the most wedding or maybe not in this case yeah (laughs) the most money is spent by the people hosting the wedding you know um you know people who are throwing a wedding like it's i guess in the states it's like thirty thousand dollars on average 15 to 30,000. It's ex- yeah. It's yeah, like on average. It's crazy. Expensive. Uh like a lot of people a lot of people go into debt to finance a wedding cuz who has $30,000 on him unless you come from a rich family in which case um hey are you married yet because if you're not mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, if daddy can pay for our wedding, I'll marry you. Yeah. Um but you know, and so <laughs> it's one of those things it's like okay, well if you're spending that much money on a wedding, I go, okay, then you provide the decorations. But the moment you're offloading that to your guests for other people to finance something that you, that is in your head that they're not into, again, gowns or something for a themed wedding, you could theoretically keep that in your closet. When are they going to use a puppet in the future? Tell me, like... I bought this three hundred dollar puppet for someone's weird wedding. And yeah, they're not gonna yeah, they're, be into my closet. Yeah, they're not gonna forget this experience because they're trying to get rid of this puppet because they don't want it. They're never gonna use it again. They see it, it's not gonna make them think about you in a positive way. They're not gonna be like, oh my god, this was so special. This was such a special day that I shared with some of my favorite people. They're gonna be like this is a stupid ass puppet that somebody made me buy. But I can't yeah. throw this shit I away because I, I spent hundreds of dollars on it. Damn, three hundred dollars on this. And nobody's—they're not letting me return it. You can't sell it to anyone because no one else has the same sort of illness that this couple has. No one's buying the puppet. Like you're right. No, they have to provide the puppets, or or you are the assholes. Again, like if you're gonna have an expensive wedding, I would even be like, look. Um, you know, again, like, cause most people, they're what, like 50 people weddings. I mean, I, I would, ha- it, it does vary depending on how many people are invited to the wedding, but assuming you have less than a hundred people going to the wedding and you're already spending thousands of dollars on the wedding, the- um, then I could see offering, you know, like, it's like, we will comp up to, I don't know, maybe a hundred or $200 for you know whatever thing we're requiring you to bring to the wedding right yeah um you know we've set aside a fund for that because we clearly want this to be an expensive theme wedding or whatever Mm -hmm. then i would say yeah whatever okay live your live your fantasy yeah um you know (laughs) because i mean again i i do think it's a little bit like i hope you're not inviting anyone too old too young or anyone with disabilities because this is kind of a big ask as far as like that's the other, the other thing, thing right? they're they not have just to wear it the whole time they're not just asking them to bring something they're specifically asking they specifically are like they want to insist um they're like except in the bathroom everywhere else we'd really insist on you know using the puppet the whole time 
That's crazy. Like, that's a little that's weird. Insane. Like, I understand this is like a special memory for you when you have this sick again, sick illness that makes you do puppets for fun. <laughs> you have a puppeteer troupe. That's your prerogative. You can be disgusting on your own time. But you can't ask us all to participate in your fucked up fantasy, right? You can't tell me I got to spend, I got to spend several, several fucking uh, bills on some grotesque creature. <laughs> and then I got to also keep my hand in the air all night. Like yeah. a dumb bitch. Even if you're, even if you're able, like bodied, I just, I, that's, that's going to hurt. That seems, and weddings are long. What, weddings are long. And like, like the ceremony itself usually takes 30 minutes to an hour. And what if they're drinking? Like you're going to have a drunk person have their hand in the air all night. You're, arm is going to get tired even if you are like in good shape mm. it it gets heavier the longer you hold it up there are you guys gonna have armrests for everyone at everyone's chair because i feel like you're probably not thinking about they this get divorced i hope you get divorced in an egregious way and then you have to <laughs> battle over who gets your stupid fucking puppets <laughs> who gets they're gonna argue about custody of the puppets and oh then my God. and then whoever is their divorce lawyer is gonna quit they're gonna be like i can't do this that is like a career ending representation like, <laughs> like i represented the puppet people i'm this is I it wasn't even representing the, the husband or the wife i represented the puppets <laughs> this is it for me i yeah. can't do this anymore Ugh, anyway, fuck this couple. You are the assholes. And then she's come around. She agrees with me now. I agree. At first it was sort of like, you know, do whatever you want, but you know, you're not paying for it, so fuck you. Again, I am pro themed weddings. Hit me up if you want to get married to me and have a Lord of the Rings themed wedding. Just saying. But as far like them making the the people buy their own puppets and wear it the whole night, like did you really think this through? Because I don't know if you did, you know? I don't know. It seems like it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm seeing this and I'm saying it's not going to work. I don't think you should. I think you're the asshole for suggesting it, especially if your whole family is like, don't do your, it. Your parents are like, I don't like this at all. Your wife's sister, I don't like this at all. And family members on both sides are saying, hey, this is weird. I think this is unreasonable for you to expect out of your guests. Like, okay, temper your expectations. Say it's optional. I I think even saying it's optional would save this. You know, I hope Reddit gave them some good advice because obviously we're looking at this on Twitter, but I'm about um, to do an act of terrorism on this wedding, <laughs> to be honest. Follow the podcast account. Um, you know, we're making content. We're out here doing the th doing the damn thing. Uh, we're trying to be more active on there. So Listen on YouTube, my YouTube channel, Ravana. Um, so if you're listening on one of the other platforms, but you prefer to listen on YouTube next time check out my channel. It's just YouTube Ravana. Search Ravana. It'll come up. Uh, the podcast episodes will be uploaded there uh, from now moving forward. So you can listen to it there. Um, and then, yeah, give as it, always subscribe on Patreon, subscribe on Patreon. You Our get bonus content. They're so fucking good. They're so funny. Yes. Uh, we are going to do a bonus episode, I believe next week. Yes. And if you will be our fourth, if you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet and you're thinking about it, our lowest tier is $3. Our lowest tier is $3. So, and if we get eight more of you, beautiful, beautiful, sexy ass motherfuckers to subscribe to our Patreon, 
we will do a super special bonus episode for available all for tiers. all tiers. Doesn't you you could be three dollar tier, it doesn't matter. Everyone gets this bonus content yeah. and it will be so embarrassing. Oh yes. You know how some episodes you listen to the L and you're like, oh my God. Can't believe you said that in public. It's gonna be like that the whole episode. The whole episode. So definitely <laughs> if you got three dollars to give, do it. Subscribe to the podcast on Patreon, patreon.com slash taking the L. And uh, until next week.